Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> Right, soundtrack is dope, man. Thank you. Damn. Tell me up a little bit. We are on the rights for this one. Yeah, the, the first one we do. Yeah, that's us. The first one's ours. The second, this ain't us. Woo! Bitch, I got blue on the soul. Uh-huh. Chill! Snowman! <laughs> Oh, I forgot he was a snowman. I ain't heard that that nickname in a minute. It was over everybody's chat doing that. It's bad now, right? Uh, in the uh, congressman or some shit now? That's a group. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeezy? Yeah. What up? What up? Congressman Jeezy? I don't know. He's something. He's not. He's not a gangster no more. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. right, I think he changed uh, his life around or something. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's good. That's great. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, that be the fuel, and I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? What up? Uh, what is going on, everyone? What up? Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is episode 98 of Bruising Banter Podcast, and it's volume 29 of our social distancing series. That means we do have two great guests on here again today. One is back for the second time. Uh, Mike Potter of Black Brew Culture. How are you, sir? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Why you look around like we want to talk about him? Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> and we also and we also have John Renthrope, CEO and brewmaster of Cajun Fire Brewing. How are you today? Welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Congrats on two years too, man. Oh, nice! Thank you, thank you. Yeah, right. Thank you for right. our anniversary. Appreciate, yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all graduated in 1998. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> Remember, remember back in the day we used to every episode, oh, like episode 26. Yeah, yeah. yeah. episode uh, 98 is when I graduated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we make a reference to something. Yeah, we stopped. Okay. That. I don't know why <laughs> we stopped doing that. Yeah. I'm gonna bring it back. I brought it. It's, it's brought back. Well, yeah, we should have started, started singing uh, "Beers on a Wall" when we first started. So that oh, we, nice. We could be at 90, 99. <laughs> yeah, ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> Y'all are so stupid. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, can like start these, that, you could you could say that next week. There you go, you man. They'd have been week. like, these, yeah, right. They'd be like these corny motherfuckers. <laughs> out. <would> nah, <laughs> we should figure out a way. Figure out a way how to remix it, and uh, you know, and highlight that, and do a little like remix. Make a little make a little video clip, little TikTok or something. Yeah, we figure it out. We have to remember. We have to have ninety nine bottles. We got more than ninety nine bottles, even though oh, we yeah, uh, yeah. Night, week ninety eight. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I know we lost. We just we just lost. We lost. Fucking talk about ninety nine bottles. He ain't want to hear that shit. Nobody wanted to sing that song. He was like, I'm not singing nothing today. I'm out. He lost whatever. He was like, you know what? Yeah, this is Courtney. I'm out. Well, well, while we wait for him, we will ask. Huh? We still got Mike, so that's yeah. We still got Mike. At least we, yeah, at least we kept one. He he was like, "Fuck it, I deal with the beer." Yeah. <laughs> he know how this go. He know we like uh, to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm a veteran, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Honorary <laughs> Brew Crew member. There you go. <laughs> but, before, uh, hey. but always, always before we get into, it, I always like to know what are we drinking today. And we always start with uh, at least one of our guests. <laughs> uh, so, All right, I'm right, saying today. I'm drinking uh, the original um, Blacktoberfest Mars and Ale. Ooh. Uh, it's got 6%. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Mars and style brew. With, we did we did this one honey roasted squash. Um, mm. Did that in the mash. And it turned out delicious, man. So uh, right mm. now, finishing off that batch is one of my favorites. Wow. That looks like grapefruit wow. juice. That looks yeah. Great. That thing yeah. is. You said it's a, Mar- a Mars and Mike? That's a Mars and yeah. Mars and Ale. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that What's the ABV on it? This is six percent, man. But this was our collab with um yeah, six percent. Uh it's nice and malty, got a got a, a solid Mars and taste. It's 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 uh I think they did a bang up job with it. Um yeah. dirt bag ales. We we brewed it at dirt bag ales um, yeah. with, with with John and Cajun Fire, mm-hmm. um Kofi at um Sankofa. Yep. Okay. Uh, Claire Brewery, Brewing Feed, Spaceway, Harlem Brew. Nice. Everybody was in the collab for this beer? Yeah, everybody oh, came. Oh, wow. So, um, that's nice. A couple couldn't make it. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, Chris at Black Frog actually ended up brewing his own seven barrel batch. So he okay. had a, a version in Ohio, in Ohio. It was really good. Okay. Okay. Mike, where did y'all where did y'all actually do the brewing for the for that particular beer since it was so many collaborators? Everybody came to uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, Dirtbag mm-hmm. facility. Nice. Okay. Yeah, ran by Tito Valenzuela. He, he's the owner, uh, him and his partner, Black Owned Brewery, and uh, mm-hmm. gracious enough to host us for this collab. And it was uh, it was a it was a bunch of fun, man. We had a blast. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. So, That's awesome. That. That's dope. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll try to get to John once you get back in. So, uh, Dad, what are you drinking today? Um, I went to uh, Monument City Brewing Company. One of uh, we've we featured this brewing company uh, on before, but this is a West Coast style uh, double IPA. Uh, the can is like a cream color, so it looks washed out, at least in my camera view. Uh, this is Among the Pines. Uh, this small 12 ounce can packs a mighty punch, though. Uh, this is a nine percent. Um, but color wise, very look almost similar to uh to yours, Mike. But mm-hmm. a little darker. A little darker though. A little darker. Um yeah. I'm gonna a lot of light coming into it. Yeah, yeah. But uh tastes great. Very, very, very um, you know, malty. Uh you can taste the Simcoe and Amarillo hops, but um, but the citrus notes um, you know, shine right through. So for me, cheers, brothers. Pass me another. Cheers. Word. All right, uh, Lou, what you drinking? He was studying that bottle. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot. There's a lot going on with this, man. This is Arm Gang. We went back to uh, Arm Gang, Gang Gang. We like them. Gang Gang. Uh, this is uh, their bourbon, bourbon Barrel Adoration. It's a Belgian, Belgian style Noel Ale. 
uh, brew with spices aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, it's a limited edition. Uh, mm -hmm. came out in 2019. Uh, it is 11%. Woo! 11.5% uh, okay. alcohol by volume. That's why I've been reading so we much. Trending, just, we trending up. Yo, uh, my uh, eyes, Yoda. My eyes, my eyes is blurry. Nope. Yoda, you better uh, top it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is what it looks, this is what it looks like. It's kind of uh, orangish, brownish. Yeah, that, that bourbon like, is in there heavy. I'm about to it's, say that looked like straight liquor. Yeah, it's my like, it's my alcohol for sure. <laughs> but uh, it does have a carbonate. It does have a carbonation in it. It's good, man. Pass me another. But just have uh, I'll just have one because of 11.5 percent. Oh, featherweight. It's like no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and M and I am yes. I have one. I don't even know if I'm gonna finish this, Dan. Jeez. <laughs> you better drink that shit out the bottle. No, uh, sir. No, by sir. The neck. Hold crack, it by the I'm neck. Craft beer bougie. I'm craft nah. beer bougie. Only I got nah. see what I'm drinking. Man, you might uh, put pour it, it in. The, I pour it in little tiny cups. You see my little tiny cup. Man, the way yeah. that bottle looks, you might as well put a brown bag over top of that. <laughs> 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 The way Yoda, the way it smell, it deserves a brown bag too. This is bourbon, bro. Jeez, <laughs> it's good though. Uh, it's good. It's good. Good mix. All right, yo, uh, yo, what are you drinking? Okay, this. Say now. <laughs> okay, this or that. This. You know, I don't want to talk about it because I don't know how to pronounce the brewery. It's Kushian. It's Kushian. It's So what I got is uh, the uh, fancy Clancy's. From, oh, you changed beers, yo? No, oh. it's the same one. It's the same one. Okay. The same one. Look, that's the back of the game. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> this is from Excution. I don't know. That's how you say it. Brewing Company. And this is out of uh, out of Winchester, uh, VA. Mm -hmm. And this is the uh, the Fancy Clancy Pilsner. And Fancy Clancy okay. is actually somebody that had a, a beer vendor uh, in Baltimore okay. at the Oilers. Uh, uh, park, right? Park, yes, uh, baseball so, stadium. stadium, yeah, Orioles, so, Orioles, not yeah. Orioles, yeah, you got it. Yeah. That's what I said, Orioles, Orioles, but so they had a so he used to serve beer. I don't know if he still does, but he was serving beer there for like 45 years or something like that. And so I don't know why VA decided to do the beer and Baltimore didn't, but whatever. But yeah. maybe, maybe like it's from VA, yeah, Could maybe. Be. But this is, is like the, name? Um, they called him Fancy Clancy. Yeah, or they just called him Clancy. Nah, they called him Fancy Clancy. Mm. I want to say his name was Clarence Haskins. Haskins, okay. Haskett, I think. Carol Baskins. And um, I don't, I don't think Virginia has Virginia doesn't have a uh, uh, um, a baseball team. So maybe true. Yeah, the Orioles are probably so, Orioles and the, the Nationals are their team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Sort of like yeah. our situation. Yeah, yeah. But this, I mean, and if if you're which is great, sir. Go ahead, go ahead, Rob. I would say if you ever, if you ever in doubt on how to say something, I was YouTube and to see how many people say it. Yeah, I probably should have and listen to everybody else say it wrong. And then, right. know, I feel like I'm right. I feel like I'm right. I feel like it's Escuchion. I like. I want to. I feel like I've heard Escuchion. Man, execute execution. X, X, what you say? Triple X, 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 John. Rest in peace. <laughs> but, yo, but it's pretty good. It's only a four point five percenter. Oh, so you know. I mean, you said it's a It's a ballpark. It's a ballpark. Yeah, it's a ballpark. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one, right? Yeah. You can't sit up there with that eleven percent or at the ballpark, man. You're not going to make it to the second inning. Then don't let your team be losing. You cussing everybody the hell out. And you may get three, four more of them. Right. It's usually hot up in them stands and shit. Yeah. See? Yeah, but John, welcome back, John. 
Man, I had uh, some technical Yo, difficulties. It's all good, man. It's all good. Right. It happens to me every week. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. So, so what are you drinking today, John? Man, I got a, I got a little collection right now. So, you know, I'm gonna start it off. This is the, it's the pills now. I normally sip in between. Nothing okay. fast. Twist off top. Canadian import. Okay. Um, this is my personal Big Chief Cream Stout. Mm. Ella Bay Stout. Right. 5%. Okay. This is the hue on it. It's pretty good head on it. It's actually good. Yes. This one is like a year and a half old, so it's my first time kind of seeing where it's at with. Okay. 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 Uh, so it's right and um, one of my competitors, Noah LeBron. I got um. Okay. It has a uh, pink lava okay. in it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. I don't know if it quite tastes like that, but it's 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 doing the job. It's uh eight percent. Okay. That's right. You gotta you gotta know what's out there, right? Right, John. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know what's out there. Yo, so I didn't know we was doing multiples, Jay. So I had a Another one, man. There you go. Do it. Do it. This will be the second right. one. Let me turn on my camera. This is um, Don Dada Carter Mom Stout. Yeah. Mm. You see how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can make sure man, we get out. Right. Because, yep. Oh, man. Belly is in the house. So yeah. this, um, this is 9%. No, I'm sorry. This is 7.4%. 7, 7. Okay. Carter Mom in this. Um, a couple other spices brewed out of Spaceway Brewing. Shout out to Brianna Break on oh, this nice. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time. Um, and then I don't know if any of you guys have had this one this season, man, but this is a really solid double IPA. Double IPA, man. I've seen it. Yeah. I bet you it smells good, Mike. It probably smells really good. That's good 90 minute. Tasty. Yeah, um, yeah I, got, so, I got one right here. Yeah, that's local. Right. Yeah, that's local, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, local. that's, that's local. us. That's Delaware. Okay. Headed to Delaware with one changing gear. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Yes, sir. Uh, what would you yes. happen to be drinking this week? <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you asked, Lou. I am drinking the uh, pumpkin pie, uh, gravitational confection pumpkin pie from uh, Wilmington Brew Works. That is nice. Can. Uh, right Local. And, uh, uh, it is, yeah, it is their um, Danish pastry quad. Mm. Um, so it is coming in uh, at 10% ABV. Yo, if I'd have known we was getting drunk today, yeah, I'd have just... <laughs> Well, it's every Sunday. Somewhere go get some honey and be like, yeah. I got it. <laughs> and I got it in my black brew culture uh, glass. There it is. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, man. I, right. I see what you did there, Rob. Way to impress I'm telling you, it's it's all about influence, right? You know, the circle is important. I got a four contender too, man. I'm, it's Sunday. Right. It's been a long work week. So I got my honey ale. You know, it's in my blood. Oh, he's uh, oh, my heart. heart. Oh, yeah, my heart right there, man. Oh, he, he got like five beers. He going <laughs> right. <laughs> we missed the memo. We missed the definitely memo. Wait a second, though, John. Put that glass back. That uh, what is that? Yo, is that a plastic? That's the plastic drink cup. That's the banquet cup. That's the banquet cup. He just sipping. <laughs> That, uh, it was a punch. It was a punch bowl with some Hawaiian punch in it. 
Man, I didn't have time to prepare and get like a nice clean glass. I didn't want the uh, the mafia coming after me, man. The dirty glass. That was dirty, so you right. Yeah, yeah, Rob. That's right, Rob. Tell him. I, Rob, I, I would have come at it. Yes, you would have. said anything to our guests. It's like, that lacing is trash. Look at that lacing. He'd have, waited, he'd have waited till the till the end, and he'd have been like, "Yo, y'all, did y'all see his glass? That shit was dirty. <laughs> that was not beer clean. That's not I, beer clean. I would have not. I would have not did that. You know, it's funny. I, I drank this. I had this the other day. I drank mm-hmm. this the other day, and I, and you know how uh, women to brew work don't put their ABV on their can. Oh yeah, I had two. Right. I was like, "Why am I feeling so woozy?" <laughs> and now yeah, I know. Why, bro? Yo, I looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, we I did that photo shoot today. yesterday. You was up. doing the you was doing the crisscross applesauce standing up. Uh oh, lost Lou. Yeah, nah, no, no, I'm here. I'm oh, here. Audio. No, no, he, he's still he here. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. I'm back. Yeah. Um. All right. So so assembly, we got some uh, some good brew. Some uh, good everybody brew. drinking on. So um, without further ado, <laughs> you like how I did that? No. Nobody. Nah. You want to start with you want to start with John. <laughs> What just happened? I don't, I don't know what you did there. <laughs> yeah, let's just start with John. Brew a do? I was trying not to have you come back to it. Let's start with John. Let's start with John. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. <laughs> but without further ado. <laughs> You won't let bad, me get man. there. Bad, to him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about a third time, man. You no, know, with these jokes here, man. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't act right. We don't know how to behave. Okay. So as we sip on these brews, no further don't do ado, it, man. John, okay. how are you? Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome, definitely. welcome. Thank you for coming, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, definitely, man. You can tell us all about uh, Cajun Fire, who you are, how you how you got in the beer and all this good stuff, and then um, we'll go from there. Man, Talk about more of the collaborations, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so how I got started in the industry, man, I'm, I've been in the industry about a decade now, and uh, nice. really, I was displaced by Hurricane Katrina, and okay. uh, I went and, you know, when I moved, um, I was going into my senior high school. Katrina happened, displaced me. I applied to a couple of schools. I was able to get a, a scholarship to the University of Florida. So I moved out there. I had like ambitions to go into culinary industries. And um, I wound up instead going into political science. But I had, you know, my, my belongings. I'm from New Orleans, Bayou Boy. I got all these kettle pots and, and, and shit like that, right? Yeah. That's my most prized possession. So uh, mm-hmm. when I was out there, I was trying to cook gumbo and some of those back home foods that I was missing. And I was terrible at making gumbo. Naturally, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, uh, I tried a couple of different beers and I tried crab beers for the first time at a, like a boutique shop mm-hmm. in Gainesville, Florida. And, um, you know, it blew my mind. I was hooked, but it was on a, I'm on a college budget. So, you know, I ain't got no, no kind of paper to support that, especially at that time. We're talking like 2008. So the, the crab beer market was really a little bit more pricey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. And man, you know, I, I looked up on the internet how to make it, and one thing led to another. I got hooked. I started home brewing, so I was breaking bad in my own um, my dome. Yeah. Uh huh. I had all kind of people to test, you know, be my test subjects for better or worse. Right. <laughs> right. 
uh, moved back to the city. I saw there was a void for like manufacturing industries and, and things like that because you know, everything was kind of destroyed. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the enterprises I wanted to go into was beer production. Um, I had a family. My family has like a lot of history mm-hmm. of moonshine and manufacturing alcoholic beverages. You name. Okay. Uh, so I want to bring that forward to the future and you know, try to try to let us capitalize on some of this uh, these billions and billions of dollars that's out here in this industry. Mm-hmm. Untapped, no pun intended. So, <laughs> where I've been since then, and you know, since then, been to hell and back, and it ain't over yet, especially with COVID and all the different disruptions right now. So, um, yeah, man, okay. probably, hopefully, I don't yeah. get faded by this interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will. Five, you got five beers, man. You drink them all. Yeah, man, I'm. I'm Appreciate y'all brothers having me on here, man. I've been following y'all for a minute. And good, uh, good. I like y'all, what y'all do, your advocacy, and your fellowship. So, you know. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. you, man. Yeah, thank Yo, you. But I, 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 got, I got a question. Yeah. I got a question. So you said that you 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 like the, the craft beer and you went on the internet and found out how to make it and you just went from there? Yeah. Uh, uh, I done looked a hundred times. Oh, this shit. I still, I can't get that. Yeah, what, what website was that? What website was that? All right, so the internet was, a, it was in like 2008. So it was a little bit like the place, it was, it was different. Like it was accessible, but they had this much information, like bus wide yeah. open. So yeah. I would find these zip files or, you know, uh, cast a little like Ned Flan, that's with their family recordings, you know, those type of videos. And it was breaking it down. Even I came across a couple of Michael Jackson videos, like the Bruin Michael Jackson. And, you know, I had to dig through a lot of that stuff. Some of it was uh, entertaining. Some of it was just straight up boring. But a lot of it, it, it was coming from these cats that was so entrenched and passionate about just the science. Mm-hmm. It was like a crash course for me. I ate it all up. And, uh, you know, come on, flavor on it, of course. And, you know, just started doing uh, festivals and things like that. And, and Is the wild. Michael Jackson brewer still brewing? No, he, he's deceased. Oh. No, sure. Damn. Yeah, somebody, yeah. So he looked them up recently. So um, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, Garrett Oliver has a, his um, scholarship. Oh, okay. Is uh is based us uh, is a uh, link to that Michael yeah. Jackson, bro. Well, I yeah. never even heard of yeah. it. Never, that's my first time hearing about Michael Jackson. You could, you could really go down the rabbit hole, find like some of these, you know. Uh, Pretty much like uh, Anthony Bourdain's that kind of predate, I mean, preceded like a lot of those like mm-hmm. reality uh, yeah, shows um, and yep, travel abroad. Yeah. Wow. Traveling to different breweries, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now, I seen, John, you had the Labat, Labat Blue. Is that craft or is that? I, I always see Labat, Labat Blue when I was younger. Is that a craft beer or? I'm not sure. Um, I, mean, I don't think it is because if it's way down here and it's it's a Canadian. Sure, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to burst myself with some of the, the Canadian market out there. We've been trying to get into that market. Okay. Uh, nice. So, okay. Drinking, cool. I'm doing uh, the painstaking market research of <laughs> drinking. That's on right. <laughs> Getting drunk on Sundays. Right. Painstaking oh, <laughs> research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Too far. Too yeah, bad. I'm too far away to be on that taste. On that taste panel. <laughs> <laughs> right, though. Yeah. You can always shit. You can shit. I've been. I've been working on my uh my cousin to get us because she uh, goes to school in New Orleans. We've been working on her to send us some uh, Cajun fire because we had it. I mean, I, we had it at the beer fest, but we haven't had it since. So I've been working on her. She she's been slipping on me. <laughs> I gotta yeah, push her harder. <laughs> 
You have to have the sick. Don't have to sick Devin on her. Back up. How many brews do you guys at Occasion Fire currently currently have on on tap or are distributing? Right now we're distributing four different products. Um, okay. we're, we're co-packing, mind you. We're still building out our own brick and mortar space. Okay. Uh, but we, we got a relationship with a company that's based in Sterling, Virginia, so we co-pack via them. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now we're, we're in place to distribute our products into uh, four different states in the U.S., Louisiana, of course, uh, but North Carolina, Georgia, as well as Michigan. Nice. So, you know, Michigan. nice. What, are the, what are the four brews that you got? Yeah. Uh, Honey Ale, which you uh, see before you. We have a uh, Big Chief Cream Stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a P Train Funk uh, beer that I don't have that's, in, that's actually going to be coming to market in about uh, two business weeks. Uh, but it's a little oh, nice. IPA, uh, has a raspberry mm-hmm. in it as well. Mm-hmm. And we product of the Trojan Horse because um, we're telling the story of Punch Train Park, which is a historic uh, black uh, suburban neighborhood that was uh, federally recognized recently. Mm-hmm. And it has like a lot of different uh, jazz musicians, Thanks. popular actors that's from it. Um, so we've been doing product to come to New Orleans. Yeah, it's in New okay. Orleans. That's dope. Uh, and we, we got like parliament influence in the design and everything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, we also have a uh, beer. I can't state trademark right now, but um, it's a sour uh, beer. Um, okay. It's kind of not as bitter as you, you find most sours, but it's something mm-hmm. that we're going to try to introduce into the female market. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, they pounce on it. John, I, I did a sour about two weeks ago, and it, I don't traditionally um, drink sours either, but I happened to pick up this particular sour because I was drawn to just the ABV. I'm like a high ABV guy, like okay. six or higher, but 10 is like great. Um, and I picked this particular uh, sour because it had a high ABV. Mm-hmm. Just, just wanted to know kind of your take just for, as a brewer, like does the ABV impact or take some of the sourness out of it or how does that chemistry uh work to still you know make it a sour but also you know give it that high abv the the boring side of it but probably the most uh important side of it is that the water depends on the water if you got hard mineral water then water than the sour is going to be a lot less uh impactful because it's going to be absorbed and everything Uh, if you got like soft water uh, particularly like you know in a state like delaware and you uh you age that in in some kind of oak for a little bit to mm-hmm. kind of um reduce some of the acidity in it yeah so i was kind of more acidic uh you're gonna come out with a, a like the profile that you mentioned it's gonna have a high abv okay you might not know it's a a, a strong beer mm-hmm. uh yeah that's that's i think that's the sweet spot for that got it yeah, learning so something new yeah, a lot of people sometimes get turned off from sours because sometimes you know, it's a thin line between that and the farmhouse, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how a person ages it. So okay. Wow. It out for the first time and it's a little, you know, a little too tingy or, or plucky. Mm-hmm. Um, it might scare them away forever. You know? John, that just made me think. Like you said, y'all are, are distributing, but you're are the is the beer being made in Virginia? Yeah, it's being or, made. Being so, made. So how do, so how does that work? Because New Orleans water is probably different than Virginia water. It is. So does, do, you, do you have a do you have to pH it before you start uh, before they start making it in Virginia? Like how does that how does that work to make it consistent 
with what you guys do down in, in New Orleans? We just normally reduce the salts. Uh, if it's a, it's a reduction in salts uh, that we add to the, to the ferment, I mean, to the, uh, to the batch, right? When we're treating the water, just because when, by the time our water supply is out of the Mississippi River, so the, by, the, by the time uh, you get this far down, you got all kind of minerals. It's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why even, you know, but our French bread is well-renowned because that attributes to make a nice French bread that that's breathable uh, and has a nice So like with po' boys and everything, uh, that's the majority of the sandwich is a big ass piece of bread. So that, you know, all these things kind of matter. It's, it's just about yeah. Virginia, yeah. Virginia. Um, they got a nice water table in Sterling, Virginia. It's like 30 minutes from DC. So that gives that a specific flavor from powder. Even like with us adding a different sauce, we won't be able to emulate that product on our own uh-huh. water facility. So without facility, okay. we're pretty much surprised of like the portfolio would be like one shots, uh, really risque kind of market seasonals, things that could kind of push more boundaries. Whereas the uh, the contract brewers are more so to get access to different states and, and kind of Trojan. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Or like, you know, just uh, right. expand the market. Yeah. It's, a, it's an educational kind of product. So would it so would it actually be slightly different? Right. Like if I was to get it distributed from Virginia and then I was to come down in New Orleans and get at get it at the tap room, would it be a little bit different? It would. Uh you wouldn't be able to necessarily like say for our, our state for like consistency purposes. Even if we tried to like emulate it, it wouldn't be on the first batch, second batch, maybe not the third batch, because recreating that water chemistry. Yeah. Like man, it's maybe God, you know, you can't uh Right. God is the greatest chemist. That's yeah, true. Yeah, try to shoot at it, but um, most most like seasoned drinkers, they might notice a difference. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Got you. Thank you, man. Now, now I think I think um, I think this uh, question is actually for you, Mike. I guess in terms of uh, the, the merchandise available for is still available for uh, Blacktoberfest. Best way, Beams Way, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you can, uh, you can, you can definitely pick up tees and all the merch, caps, glasses, <clears throat> blacktober-fest.com. Um, you can pick up on the story of Blacktoberfest and like, like, uh, like sister was asking, you definitely can get some merch. Okay. Okay. Nice. So, um, John, uh, and, and jumping into, and, jump, and that's a, that's a great subway segue. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the same thing as a good segue just to hear how, you know, John and, and Mike, that relationship were was uh, was was built and how it, you know, uh, how they both collaborated for Blacktoberfest. Hmm. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let Mike answer that question because he sounds like he's not sure. So um, go ahead. Uh, I would like to. It sounds like, it, it sound like he didn't want to tell the whole truth. It's yeah, like, well, it's like it's it's like, a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll keep some things to myself. John, yeah, you tell yeah. the story. No, 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 Mike no, 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 let me see, uh, John. I forget, man. How do we forget how we first? Oh, that's a great cop out, Mike. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's dope. That's dope. I like what you did. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, 
I just um we just kind of I think our businesses just always gravitate toward each other just because mm -hmm. man you know, we, we both are on the same mission, uh, especially in this age with our with our brand and uh, a lot mm -hmm. of like black people getting in, involved with the industry. You know we always trying to increase our economic opportunities, and mm -hmm. we we are brands that that are on that same kind of path. So mm -hmm. naturally, uh, especially with us being like um, you know flyable or drivable too and reach distance, it ain't nothing especially in this day and age to reach out. So, hey, we're doing this. If we meet in the middle, we meet in the middle. If we don't, we still right. gonna support each other. That's kind of how we we just pull up, talk. come through, whatever. You yeah. know, we did. Um, you know, I don't talk much about um the past festivals I've been in, Fresh Fest, but um, you know, that didn't end well. Um, but nevertheless, I think that's where we first first linked up. Um, okay. you guys pulled up, and you know, you were like one of the first. I think, man, we had like just ten. You know what yeah. I mean? Just uh, that's what we could, we got we got the best number, highest number we could, and John and um, the Cajun Fire family was was one of them. So that was cool. But I we had we had we had um we had kicked it around like previously, like the whole 2017, 2018 before that, and we just were trying to connect the dots whichever way we could, and that just happened to be uh, the first you know the first time. But I know John and I, like, we've done projects together uh, from uh, Radical Exchange. We've done uh, Resistance Serve with, uh, with the Radical Exchange crew in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. We did, uh, we did our, our panel, the Black Table, Black Tent, which uh, was real cool, which is dope. Um, we worked with Celeste Beatty on that and uh, Classy Duncan down in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've done, man, John and I have been, been going strong for quite a minute. Good. And uh, when, we, when we decided to do Blacktoberfest, um, he was definitely the first person I called outside of Celeste because I was right in North Carolina at the time and their new Harlem Brew South facility is right there. Spaceways right there. Uh, Dirtbag L's right in the, the, the tri city area, Raleigh, Durham and Fayetteville. Okay. Uh, Charlotte is right down the way with, uh, Rob Montgomery, uh, from Brew and Feed, mm -hmm. uh, more than, I'm sorry, his last name's more than not Montgomery. Um, so you know it was it was a it was a no brainer and John and and, and Adam from uh, say Red Studios flew in or they you guys drove right mm -hmm. okay yeah so they they flew in they, they drove in and we did the collaboration and uh, you know we'll we, we'll always be doing projects together we got about three or four different ones coming up in 2021 so uh, it the network is is pretty solid man it's tight um, John's always on board for everything we we put out so. Um, we're always supporting them as well. Okay. Well, you you said it. So in 2021, what did, what type of uh, projects do you guys got coming out? If you can tell us. Sure. Sure. Um, I might give you a, a taste of some of them. I mean, some of them may not even have been uh, thought up yet, but we're we're doing a uh, a pop up next week. This is this isn't 2021. This is next week uh, at the Merck Park in Los Angeles. A Blacktoberfest pop up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. Just, uh, yeah. It's okay. So. Um, hooking up with the LA team, Sheena Lester and Royce Shockley. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be out there for the, for the whole day this Sunday, the 29th. Mm -hmm. um, in 2021, we have the Black Initiative that we we launched. That's kind of a manifesto on just showing um, people of all races how to support craft Black craft brewers, um, which ways they can get involved uh, in case people just are questioning, like, hey, how can I, I see the movement? I see what y'all trying to do. Mm -hmm. But how can we support? Um, you know, we kind of put together this manifesto for that, which is at blacktoberfest.com, blacktober-fest.com. 
2021, we'll be doing our third Black Table, Black Tent, which is an educational series that John and I kind of anchored and spearheaded starting in New Orleans. Um, right before COVID, we were, we were scheduled to do the second one in St. Louis and COVID wiped that out. But wiped it out. Um, ideally, if, if we don't get a live one with, uh, with 2021, we'll, we'll do that virtual. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, bring in voices, bring in the experts in the black craft community and just keep that conversation going. Actually trying to elevate it to the next level of ownership, equity, away from the kind of DNI diversity and inclusion conversation, mm-hmm. um, which is which is uh, which is proving beneficial for most of the community. You know, mm-hmm. uh, connecting people with resources on how to to start breweries, how to distribute, um, how to get those companies going. And, uh, get that capital, get that money. Capital going, and, and instead of you know, collabs are fun and they're cool and, and they help a lot. You know, they get get the brand in, beat your brand out, put your name out there. <clears> but ideally, at some point, yeah. you want to get up there and start making doing the things that John and those guys are doing: distribution and, and their own product and controlling the margins. And uh, you know, so that's what we're that's what we're putting yeah, together. We for, to do. Yeah, I'm glad you made either. Either you or uh, John Mike can answer this question. What makes you guys pick the cities? Like how do, how are the cities picked? You guys went to North Carolina. You said next week is LA. You, you were going to go to St. Louis. What makes you guys pick the cities? Because y'all both from New Orleans and Pittsburgh. But you know what I mean. So go ahead with that. Um, I mean, it's wherever there's you know I, that's tough question. Uh, I could tell you specifically New Orleans. John is there, obviously, beautiful city. Right. A lot of other black, um, you know, we, we, we kind of piggyback with the Essence Fest, great venue. Um, so that's a no brainer. Um, okay. North Carolina, as I mentioned before, the amount of black breweries in one tight area, that mm-hmm. made that such a no brainer. We, you know, we were trying to create that circular economy template. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was easy for the majority of the collaborators to get to the facility. And gotcha. just continue to be a part of it and distribute and all that. Um, New York, LA, all just places where there's a heavy black craft beer community and people mm-hmm. who are, you know, a part of the team or or support what we're what we're both doing. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm well, glad you uh, in Delaware that like craft beer. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can shoot me their emails or their names. You know, oh, that's messed up, Mike. That's messed up. <laughs> I know that's what you do, motherfucker, man. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel what you do. All right. All right. The latest episode of Bye. 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 Hung over, man. I couldn't. Yeah, you yeah, mentioned that like four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. That was, it was you know what I'm saying? I apologize, guys. I'm not. I'm not no. myself today. You seem yeah. more like yourself. I think this is more more your personality. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. I was in bad shape, man. I appreciate it. So you 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 touched on something about the next week's pop up that you're going to do in L.A. Because I was researching and looking on Instagram and, and noticed that there was the Blacktoberfest L.A. And I'm like, yo, is that, uh, a, you know, a, a chapter or is that a, a link to uh, Blacktoberfest that was held in, um, you know, in, in North Carolina? Um, and is your goal to uh, to continue to maybe try to have uh, teams local to each state? Or uh, how, what's your what's your vision behind that? 
or how yeah. they come about? Um, that's a good question. And then we just have yet to change to combine the two Instagram uh, accounts, but LA Blacktoberfest is our, our whole original Blacktoberfest. Okay. Um, again, that's uh, my good family, uh, Sheena and Royce. Sheena, okay. Les, Royce Shockley. Um, so yeah, the idea, um, hopefully we can get uh, the Lamert Park um, Festival next year to happen actually in LA. We'd like to do two Blacktoberfests next year if we can if we okay. can get two cities on board. Mm -hmm. Probably uh, North Carolina again and LA. Okay. So obviously you would be present for that, but as these chapters uh, or as these uh, new states open up, like how how are you kind of, um, uh, is there time, any kind of like onboarding? Are you letting them run it the way they want to just kind of like by their demographics? Um, or is there kind of like a, a blueprint to keep it kind of consistent? Um, you know, we haven't really put that together as a, as a template or a plan or, you know, okay. a model um, because it's all the same, you know, the same group of people doing this, the festival just in different cities. Um, I think at the time right now it's, it's manageable mm -hmm. with a couple of cities, three, three, four cities max. Um, if it got beyond that, and that's something I think we would start considering uh, wide open, man. If you guys ever want to discuss how we can uh, collaborate on something in your uh, of your town and your city, man, that's we're, we're definitely, yeah, definitely open. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be talking. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Likewise, I've uh, never been to Delaware. And, um, you know, like how our brand kind of goes into different markets, it's, it's all mm -hmm. about relationship building. So if we build relationships uh, from there, you know, we could talk and chop it up and see what's. Well, we can we can get you know do to create some great memories. And if I can get this, man, I can send you out some uh some Blacktoberfest in in the mail next week. So okay, okay. Awesome. okay. That's what I'm but but Mike ain't gonna collab on nothing because he need email addresses. He need email addresses and names and shit to all the black people <laughs> in Delaware. <laughs> it's only four of us, so you know it's only four black people in Delaware. That's right. <laughs> he like, oh no, y'all y'all gonna give to send me y'all shit? Okay, right. right, right. How far is that from Philly? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware is strong. Oh, right. That's a good thing, though. Right? We we thirty minutes, so we good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we roll local to everything. Yeah. So obviously, in in the industry that you you are in, we're tapping into as a podcast. Um, you you know, it's all it's obviously all about like relationship building and you know and networking and things like that and. It seems like you're, you know, your your center circle um, with like John, um, uh, Celeste, um, and you know, and uh, Chris and Black Frog, all those people. Um, you know, you guys seem to have, you know, hit it off and or have had some good, you know, good solid relationships. Um, what what do you think has kind of been that glue that's really like held you guys together, or you know, keep that support going? to keep it as strong um, as, as it's been, as, I, as I've noticed just from y'all, you know, from your events and your pictures and your, uh, you know, just kind of uh, just, you just, just following you guys. Um, you know, we, we all genuine with one another. I think uh, the main thing is, you know, we're all willing to come to bat whenever someone's in need. Um, mm -hmm. you know, our platform is, it's not super big, but it's, it's a nice size platform and we're able to, um, to help distribute information about events and things that they got going on. I'm always, you know, coming in 
Um, I know the you know the relationship with Chris at Black Frog. He's one of my my best friends. Um, mm-hmm. We we uh, you know when I go there, if I sit down and have a beer and I see he's busy, he's usually a one man show with his tap room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll get up and wash glasses. You know what I mean. I'll nice. Tap, nice. Um, I'll clean tables. It's 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 really whatever, and that never was about um, any type of recognition or any type of uh, anything other than just the, the the support and love for black people that that, that I naturally have yeah. and they naturally have back. So um, you do that for a couple of years, and you, you know you make friends, you make lifelong mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Associations, man. That as long as you keep the business going and you keep things uh, on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it usually it will last forever, you know what I mean. So uh, that's that's one thing I'm very thankful for is how the network continues to grow mm-hmm. and people, uh, you know, outside of myself have connected outside of Black Blue culture and mm-hmm. done some amazing things. So that's that's the framework that we're trying to set up. That's the that's the core that we'd like to see happen in the Black Beer community, where again there is a there is a strong solid Black presence that we all can kind of say, all right. We're part of this network. We're gonna go out and do our thing uh, every way that we can in the, in the industry, which is which is to be expected. But mm-hmm. at a base, here's a place where there's a resource, there's fun, there's there's uh, there's culture, there's good time, and um, there's a lot of information, and you know the relationships are strong in that regard. Awesome. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, Mike. No, I like. No, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Rob. Uh, well, no, you got, my, question you got pre- my question was pretty simple in terms of uh, like like I know the black uh, like black. Blacktoberfest is like events and stuff like that, and they and brewed the beer like everybody came together, but except for like Chris mm-hmm. brewed his own. Is that like yeah. so, there's something a simple a similar initiative, something like uh, I guess Black's Beautiful did that um, individual uh, brewers actually brew their own going forward, uh, or is that just something always going to be a collaborative issue in terms of a collaborative experience between uh, the brewers? Yeah, that's a good. We, we've already discussed that, and um, both models are are dope to me. You know, I I love the, I love the the concept of Black is Beautiful. Um, you know, uh, the way they put it together. Um, so you know, I that could go. That could that could very well be the case for Black Silverfest. We'll we'll know you know early in the early part of twenty twenty one, how we do it. We may do we know, we may do both, um, but but we okay. we definitely want to keep that in the black community. That's not something we really want to spread thin across the, across right. the whole industry. Right, right. Um, you know, it's, it, and, and there's nothing against any, any other brands or any other collabs or any other projects that, that do that. Um, but we you know we, we just want to do this within us and for us by us, if you want to use the cliche or the mm-hmm. term and um, just continue to, to grow off of that and see how, how big we can get it. You know, we get it Essence Fest big, we can get it, um, you know, Greek Fest big or you know, all the big black festivals, you know, that's that's yeah. the goal. I think we can and I, I actually know we can and we have. So uh, yeah. Yo, just keep in mind Freaknik was a big festival, so um. I started <laughs> Is this a family-oriented dip or? Nah, we cuss all the time. That's Families right. listen, but we we cuss and talk about sex all the time. We talk about it all. about the freak Nick. And when people have too many beers, it does become the freak Nick problem. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could. It definitely could right. get there real quick. But now, Mike, I like, I like, yo, I like, the, I appreciate yo. your movement. Um, just just for a simple fact, like I started this beer journey with the podcast, so it's been two years for me. But I was apprehensive of going to the Fresh Fest last year. 
And the three of these guys like kind of forced me, not forced me, but encouraged me, encouraged me to get uh, to the beer fest. But once I got there, it was just like, oh, this isn't white men don't aren't the only motherfuckers that's doing this. Like it's it was nothing but like a sea of black folks. And it was like that. Like it was like, oh, I'm all in now. Like I'm my toe was in the water. No, I'm jumping all the way full board and i've been right on. so i just appreciate you like just networking and bringing like just hearing you say like this is all about getting people together and letting us know it's not just a a white male dominated feel like so thank you for that man like y'all you're doing a, a really good job with that and keep keep on doing what you're doing because you you converted me and right. thanks for hey. to the rest of my my brew crew <laughs> yeah yeah like, y'all y'all i'm gonna do yeah, my y'all too y'all, y'all too my, y'all yeah y'all 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 get shot, y'all get I, definitely, I was <laughs> not going i was not going <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing this, man. I'm not man. driving to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is four and a half. Hours. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, dude, I, went, I went. I went, and it, it changed my. It changed my whole life. It really before did. It, before he knew it, he was on the WhatsApp chat. I'm like, I rented the expedition. <laughs> Your share cost this much. You going? Let's go. We Mike uh, Rob was look, on I the Airbnb. The cash app, I sent the cash app money with my head down. Like, God damn it. <laughs> here we go. Rob, get the Airbnb. Let's go. We out. <laughs> right. But we before out. before COVID, before COVID, we were like. I was like, hey, when are we going? <laughs> like, like, when do I have to give you my it. money? That right. was February. That was in February. Right. I wasn't trying to go. Like, what? Let, the first one was in August. I was like, yeah. it was fucking <laughs> July. And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> haven't made up my mind. Haven't made yeah, up my mind. So that's, that's the difference. That's that's the culture. And I appreciate just being a part of that. That whole thing was good. And that you yeah. keep going. And y'all yeah. going forward with that is a beautiful thing. For Did sure. You're going to convert more and more people that way. Yeah. With the black with the black Oktoberfest, uh, did it turn out how you expected it to? Um, it did, man. It, it, it was we we thought we were actually going to have a couple more vendors, but um, it's it was so tough, man, with COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I sure. asked that question. You know, and we had a big venue set up, and um, you know, it was a great great venue, uh, the Rocky Mount Event Center. Great group of people, and we had kind of we had a contract in place with them. Um, that we both understood it was in, you know, it was in the contract that this could, this could go left or right, depending on the state regulations. And right. they had anticipated uh, opening up or they had anticipated a new set of regulations around the 17th, I think. And they were pretty confident that, you know, they were going to get a, a larger uh, capacity for, uh, you know, having, having people indoors and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't happen, man. So it was like we got to like the 14th and they were like, it don't look good, man. Um, mm-hmm. So we went from indoors. We went from the parking lot. And then we finally found an outdoor venue, um, which we kind of had some things lined up. We, we knew that that was the um, yeah. case. And but with considering with COVID and considering, you know, how well we were able to social distance in space, mm-hmm. we had 12 breweries. We had couple of food trucks and we just and we just rocked with a DJ and, and it was it was magnificent man yeah. people came in from out of town a lot of people came from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. New York a ton of people from New York was there to support um Harlem the Harlem family yeah so it, it was definitely good I, I think we all decided that we just wanted to get it in the books get it online mm-hmm. yeah get, you know mm-hmm. just make it, happen. Get it get that first one out the way so yeah. about yeah. 300 people mm-hmm. been done and uh, that was it was dope. I had a great time. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and it was you know from a vendor well, standpoint, it was it was rewarding as well because I ain't never experienced nothing like that. I'm used to you know, just being in the sea and right. just like on the waves like Moses, and you just got nothing but people just yeah. talking shit nonstop. Right. 
you know, they're more curious than actually interested in your company. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, being in that, that kind of realm, I was like, it was it was different. Um, I definitely got a good taste of Pittsburgh from being there because I ain't never really been to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So that was that was also a great uh, experience. And then the drive, it was an 18-hour drive, man. It, uh, Dedicated. So I, I got so used to, like, driving now because now, you know, with logistics, every now and then I got to – I got to just get on the road and, and drive these different states to handle business. Right, right. Like, presented some disruptions. But one game I play, uh, you know, when I get tired, I play like AM surfing. And man, that drive to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was, it was impressive. And, but it was top <laughs> drive to, uh, to North Carolina. So uh -huh. actually, imagine I went through all these different states. Right. I heard some wild shit. So, uh, <laughs> Different beast, boy. Yeah. boy that, that Bible Belt AM radio is crazy. This applies during election season, so you know. Yeah. Just, uh, oh sure. man, I can imagine. But these these kind of like events, man, ain't man, first important because you know we don't have these kind of channels, and it's like you know it's historic in nature. That's the first right. deal, uh, right. but also just to uh, capture those experiences and you know network like like gentlemen like yourself. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of pie in this industry, and uh, hopefully, uh, yeah. it's to a point where we all are getting compensated correctly for our, for right. our investment. And talents and yeah. Yeah, talents and investments. Now, John, I'm not sure if anybody else asked you if they nah. did. I apologize. What is the um? How long has the brewery been open? So we well, we operate as a brewing company right now. So we we've been building our brick and mortar for quite some time. We've been acquiring okay. commercial land uh, that we've been having like some developmental issues here and there. Uh, that's kind of in line with, you know, traditionally black owned companies don't have any kind of snowball chance of hell to get in a, a financial <laughs> traditional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've yeah. had to take a lot of different unconventional pivots that's turned out pretty good and prosperous for our company. So, like, okay. you know, when we first got our start, we was brewing uh, via contracts way in Portland, Oregon. Wow. Wow. Two thousand miles away. I was about really? to say, were you driving that? You wasn't driving that. Okay. I get it. You know, I get it like that. But, uh, yeah, Frontier. <laughs> Oregon Trail. He, he's on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, uh, just just kind of going into that, that realm of market. You know, that might as well. I always say that might as well be Narnia, bro. Like I'm from New Orleans. I'm born below sea level. I get anxiety right. when I'm around, like. You know, I didn't realize, realize I had that. I remember when I was driving on the East Coast, I mean, on the West Coast, and man, it's like, you know, the, the ground started inverting, and I just started dying. But, uh, I was out there in Portland, Oregon for like five years with my product, and, you know, that was a relationship where it wasn't even uh, profitable for me to ship it that far uh, with freight to New Orleans, so I had to see how my product test out there. I was always with low profit margins and just kind of breaking even. And then um, in 2018, I found out the company that was utilizing on Twitter was closed. Mm. So, you know, um, I had to pivot. And then I found mm. Scout Nation. I found a, a contract brewery in, in Sterling, Virginia. And keep in mind, you know, I scoured for a long time to find a company that would just want to even do a cash exchange. And <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, you know, I couldn't find any company below the Mason-Dixon line. I happened to go into uh, what I'm told is the Silicon Valley of the, um, the East Coast. In uh in Sterling, Virginia, and um found found Beltway Brewing Company. It was up to speed, they had the knowledge. I felt comfortable with them. I didn't have to like actively weld anything at their facility to get it up to tip top shape. And you know we, we developed a pretty solid relationship that we're probably going to utilize 
in the future, even once our brick and mortar is built. But yeah. Well, congratulations to you, man, because you seem you seem like you're like uh yeah, I'm gonna keep getting these uh blocks and I'm just gonna right. figure out a way to jump over it or dig under them because yeah. I'm getting around it. I gotta get this beer out. That's so, what I was gonna say. Shout yeah, out like, to you, you just you keep quitting. saying you keep saying all these pivots. It's like four because I mean it where you at right now, you still making the beer and still getting your beer out there. That's dope, man. Keep going. Yeah, yeah even like with the investment, you know, I'm a little bit too far away from the lighthouse to swim back, so to speak. Right. And then, mm-hmm. Like in the city, there's a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of investment in 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 my in my business already. So like a lot of people already have like emotional connections to it. Um, you know, the youth. I'm in a lot of different nonprofit organizations. So it's, not even, it's not even about you anymore. It's about me, but it's also it's also <laughs> about, you know, I got a you know, I got a family, so I got to make right, sure. Right. Right. Too. Um, but you know, it's the optic of it is, is you know, it's not lost on me how important it is. Right. It's more so fire. I'm a, I still got to survive, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to be a martyr to crap beer. <laughs> right. 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 How the name of your brewery <laughs> come about? So it's called Cajun Fire Brewing Company. Um, I'm born and raised in New Orleans, but my, I'm second generation New Orleans. So, like New Orleans says, like one of the oldest like lineages that you can trace back with these families that's out here. You know, you got a lot of historic, um, like Creole families, uh, African families, um, even like Italian families and, and uh, German families go back. They can trace it back to five to six generations. Uh, and then the, the city is older than the, the U.S. So when I when I was thinking about a name that would uh, resonate with a lot of different markets and also something that would not only be accessible or attractive on a local level, but also uh, international level, Cajun was always in the mix. So um, I'm a member of the United Nations of Home of Indians. It's a black indigenous tribe. And our symbol is, the uh, our war symbol is the crawfish, believe it or not. Uh, but also, you know, the symbol for fire is something that was eerily similar to um, the X's that people put on the houses that now became symbolic of Hurricane Katrina. Right. I looked at my background, um, you know, I get a couple more in, the, in, me, in these, y'all might need subtitles, my tongue start dropping and I talk that Cajun talk. So I was like, hey, uh, <laughs> let me just embrace that and uh, market the company. So, you know, the name is yeah. hot. We had to defend it in federal court twice. We've won twice. Hey, really? So we, we, we getting it in, man. We, we can you talk about that? Can you? Yeah, I can tell I mean, why, why they, why, did they sue you? What, what happened? Um, they just, you know, it, it's a, it's a competitive market, uh, in Louisiana specifically, like intellectual properties and even in the industry, like that's trademarks and all that, it get, it get real like uh, competitive, right? Uh, with our company, since we are one of the few black owned companies, we normally are, if there's any, any kind of ill will is normally on a small group of companies that operate in this space, you know? Uh, so in our state, <laughs> um, we had a lot of companies that ain't like our success, some of the attention we was getting, the reception, mm-hmm. and you know, they, they do what they do. Yeah, so man, start, shout out to you, man. Yeah, right. Win them yeah. cases. Win them cases. Go keep going. We won our case. It was in um in Lafayette, Louisiana. So that's like, you know, that's center of Bayou Country almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and our legal team at the time was all based out of like Denver, Colorado. Because when we came into the market, we was the second beer beer company uh, post Katrina uh, coming into our market, so you know they didn't have like you know they have laws in place to have tap rooms attached to your breweries until 2014. Okay, so mm. kind of 
you know, New Orleans is kind of, uh, should I say, Louisiana is kind of an interesting state when it comes to like laws and everything like that. Like we have open container laws, like that's bus wide open, like you can. Have, we got drive through daiquiri shops, right? You can pull oh, up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. shops. You pull up. Yeah. yeah, everybody talk about them drive through daiquiri shops. You go. They might ID, they might not, and <laughs> 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 you're off to whatever. And then you can open other than glass bottles, which nobody really don't follow. But you know, you got open containers left and right. Uh, but when it comes to manufacturing. You know, we we backed up with, with Mississippi. Like, we are prohibited as hell if you're a manufacturer. So, mm. I got to wow. move everywhere. I got to have somebody yeah. drive me everywhere. Uh, just because, you know, if I if I were to get any kind of DUI, things like that, I'm fucked. You know? Right. You know, right. 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 So, you basically, don't, you basically don't need a license anymore. I know. I need a license. I just got to, you know, I don't really be Make sure you're not, drink, you're not drinking at all. Yeah, COVID kind of reinforced like my discipline already. I ain't really, you know, I can't really go to the ball like that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, in a competitive market and, you know, that's that's the thing I like. I would, I, I you know, when we when meet with Mike and other bird owners, because I am in Louisiana and it is, you know, a lot more um, systemic shit at play. You know, we're in the in, in, uh, incarceration capital of the world, right? Uh -huh. so yeah. I try, I try to, uh, you know, I am relatively younger than a lot of other members in this industry, but I try to let them know, hey, man, you know, this shit got to be taken serious because there are real consequences. There are real uh, profits at stake. And, you know, I love my passionate brewers, but I even love more of my, my brewers that's like got the business side of it down pat, you know. True, true, true. Now, this is a question for, for uh, either either person because I, I just seen a report that um, by May of 2021, because of vaccines and stuff like that, there should be some normalcy back in America. So, are you planning, um, like, for events and, and production and all that kind of stuff for for that? I am, but you know, uh, just the, the current pulse check, Mardi Gras got canceled for the year in twenty twenty one. Carnival Cruise suspended all their um, their their uh, cruise uh, appointments up up until like June twenty twenty one. Yeah. Look, you know, it don't look promising even like given like the uptick right now, fortunately, with all the different COVID outbreaks in different mm -hmm. areas. Uh I don't know. It don't look promising. I plan for it, but you know, my agenda right next to me, how I look, I got a whole lot of read it out. And I mm -hmm. see it unfortunately emulating that going into the, the other seasons. What we've done to kind of pivot and pivot that is um emphasize trying to go into markets like that's groceries or um, right. I mean, off-premise locations. Mm. Uh, just because that's going to be the only thing that's going to be open, rain or shine. And yeah, grocery stores. Can you buy a beer at y'all grocery stores in New Orleans? Oh, yeah. 24 7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we like don't that. have that here. We don't have that here. You have to go to the liquor store to buy, buy alcohol. I get banned up like, when I go outside the state because I, you know, I got like, I got things rooted in me, like uh, habits that just ain't going away. Like, right, I don't want yeah. to Buy it and pop as soon as I get outside. No, up. sir, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, first, don't do that. First of all, you're not you're not going to the CVS to do that, and when you come out to CVS with it, you going to get arrested immediately. Right, <laughs> so it's like it's it's different. <laughs> you know, yo, when y'all get y'all beer in the store, you gonna have to hey. um 
start selling it with um a side of toilet paper, and I bet you everybody uh <laughs> oh paper everybody towels, yeah, any paper, paper product, paper towels, toilet paper. You make, you make this gonna go right up, boy. So, you know, how I Scots or Charlotte? Make it a combo. Make it a combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is good about this industry, man. It's it's like it, it's an inelastic commodity, right? So you know. It, as long as you got your paperwork and all that, you can kind of figure out the supply and chain thing. Like right now, the, whole, the most bizarre shit that's affecting uh, people in the industry right now is uh, there's a supply can shortage, uh, and it's you know it's been reported that it's the worst supply cha- uh, chain disruption in aluminum cans since World War II. Wow! So how that happens? Most black breweries, you know, we all contract brewing, so you know we already got low profit margins to begin with. But then when you have like, you know, we all sourcing our products from third parties, when that's disrupted, uh, when the plug is destroyed, right? And try to get these yeah, right, other one, right. Build relationships. And even that is difficult to build relationships with, you know, uh, traditionally white institutions when they're looking at a black owned company. So, right. you know, mm-hmm. then you got an even further part in the list. It, it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, we, we just gotta find ways to pivot, you know. And thankfully, Continue. people are gonna keep drinking beer, whether if they got a bar of coins for it or whatever Mad Max shit mm-hmm. might be. We're <laughs> gonna be somebody gonna be yeah, making this get, get this stimulus check at the end of January. Go buy some beer. <laughs> get the stimulus check at the end of January. Go yeah. buy some beer. <laughs> so, so John, you uh, you touched on the the, the aluminum can shortage. Um, you know, that's across the nation. Um, what, how different would it change your profit margin to go to a, a, a bottling of beer so that the um, recycling maybe of bottles could be a part of your, uh, you know, a part of your, you know, process or a part of your, uh, you know, just your, just, just your whole uh, resale sale model. What would that look like? And could that somehow help? Okay, you said so. You said um, you said the model is required with recycling. So you're in Delaware. Yeah. Geographically, where yet? You in Delaware? We ain't recycling Mm -hmm. grass like that. (laughs) 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 Just to throw that out there. Also, we more climate. We more climate friendly. More climate friendly. We (laughs) we, we, I ain't saying, but more like just you know, it is what it is. Bottling, man. But with the bottle, really enough, I experienced like um recycle like glass recycling in Florida when I was out there for a little bit of time. I came back to uh, Louisiana, it was like, eh, What you doing, man? Uh, we, ain't, we, not, we not buying into that. Throw that in the dirt next door, right? Uh, well, yeah, it, you know, bottle, bottle is bottling more expensive than uh, yeah, but it is. Oh, you know, I it, if I could take advantage, I wouldn't, unless it's like a specialty because it is more expensive. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my yeah. It kills yeah. you on the freight. That's what it kills you on the freight. Bottom. Okay. The, the, oh, the yeah. freight. Oh, yeah. The labeling is less expensive because you know you just get a traditional wrap. Right. You don't have no shrinkage. Right. Yeah. But the actual like transportation of it and the actual mm-hmm. consumable itself is more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I got it. This is kind of off topic, but mm-hmm. on topic for both right. of you guys. What uh, what's y'all's favorite style of beer, Mike or and John? Both of y'all. Like uh personally like a <clears throat> this is wrong. Personally like a white ale, like a nice uh that's my most consistent purchase is white ale. Mm-hmm. Uh I ain't even gonna shout out my the, my company. I ain't trying to give them all that credit, but uh 
like a white a, a white out that got like a nice coriander finish on it that's crisp kind of got a biscuity finish i i think you know I, I came up drinking a lot of pilsners of course uh so that that is not only crisp but also if it's done right uh it gives you a nice kind of body on it so it, it tastes kind of bready but it's not too overwhelming and it goes good with all kind of foods you can imagine or you could put in marinades and stuff like that so that's, right. that's Mike? Yeah, I think uh, my favorite, I'm an IPA guy, and I, I really like the West Coast IPA. You know, okay. you give me a West Coast double IPA, or just the West Coast style in general, I, I really big on the big hoppy, earthy beer. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> I think they smell good, Mike. What's that? I said IPAs smell delicious. Yeah, that's all he. That's all he gives them. They're the best. They're that's the best all he gives them. Mike, they're the best yeah. one beers in the world. He he don't uh, like IPA. He just like that with the hate. They, they smell like they should taste so much better than they do. <laughs> <laughs> do not taste like they smell. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I, I, this isn't a black-owned company, and that's okay. Right. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> give this a shot. It's right there with y'all. Get it yeah, right there. It's down the street. Right next door. Yep, I can go two minutes away into the liquor store and get that. Yep, I'm gonna try it. I'll try it. Yeah, as your for your recommendation, I'll try it. Right on. Right on. But I'll, I'll, and I'll let you know that it is. Yeah, yeah. Hit, me, hit me up. Uh, let me know, and then if you know, per your recommendation, I'll either stop promoting it or. Rob, because I'm never going to recommend. It's you may get one out of a hundred IPAs that I'm gonna say that was good. Nah. Okay. Okay. Don't, so don't, I'll, for the most part, I, no, I'll taste anything. Give yeah. me, a, I'll give it a chance, but I, I haven't had, a, I, I've had like maybe one or two that I really appreciate that I'm like, oh, this is really good beer. But and, other they, had, beer. and they had lactose in it. And it yeah, they had, they both <laughs> had lactose in it. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't really like IPAs, man. Okay. And that's why I met John because I, I kind of like Gosays and Sours, man, bro. Yeah, me too. That's why. I, that's why I was offended. Me too. Man, I, 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 but wait, I was discriminating. I'm just. Wait, I, know, uh, I know your marketing. That's fine. I understand. I see the marketing, and I definitely Lou. when I'm in the Gosay aisle, it's, it definitely ain't a lot of guys. Now you remember, Lou? Remember when we sat down with a uh, key from uh, Wilmington Brew Works? It was kind of a similar conversation. Yeah. You remember? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, just the whole. Yeah, and look, that was a year ago. That was a year ago. I'm still on. Still on. Still not on the IPAs. Still not on the IPAs. He grew up on Kool Aid, y'all. Kool Aid and sweet tea. Question. The same question for you, Mike, in terms of uh, uh, being normal, normal, normal after May, I guess, of 2021. Are you planning that way as well? Is like, is the um, like the is October Black Blacktoberfest 2021. Going to be similar in, in scale, or are you looking to make it uh, even bigger and, and somewhere? And like, or like, are you going to LA, or is it going to be in North Carolina, or how's that working? Yo, uh, yes. So, for the good thing about Blacktoberfest is that it's towards the end of the year. Um, so, that's that last quarter that we, we potentially, that's what we were able to do. We kind of got lucky with that, that little wave. Unfortunately, um, the numbers went back up for infections and whatnot with COVID. But at the time, it was kind of looking like, you know, things were going to open up completely and then it shifted. But so my point on that is we have all of 2021 basically right. to kind of, so we're planning for a major festival. Um, 
as many people as we can get, um, hoping that you know the the, the vaccines and everything um, take place, get in place, and uh, you know we're able to, to full, throw a full functioning uh, event. And ideally, we do it at the event center that we originally planned because this facility is, is brand new, it's humongous, it's really nice, um, and 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 we would do the Lamert Park as well. So our goal, yeah, our plan is to fully, fully plan for an in-person festival. Um, we'll know the good thing about that is is we can we can gauge by May, June, July. Right. We still have enough right. time right. to pivot and 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 put it into a different format or scale it back or whatever we may we may need to do. So that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Will it will it be exclusively just out just in LA or will it be back in Pittsburgh or what? Um, we, we don't know. I mean, we still, again, there's a lot of things up in there. I know North Carolina is the base. Okay. Because, uh, as it stands now, we, we just got a, a, a light, a little Mecca of black brewery and it's only getting two scheduled to open in 2021. I think three actually, um, mm. so that's, that's a nice, like I said, convenient place. Uh, the state of North Carolina is, is outstanding. Amazing. Um, there's always New Orleans, we, you know. That's that's the two, the three locations that we have, the locked in. Yeah, cool. L.A. and uh, North Carolina. So we'll see. You know. Yeah. And you North know, like North Carolina is an easy ride. <laughs> yeah, it surely is. Five six hours. I'm there. Right. Look, but New Orleans, I've never been, so yes. That, but New Orleans is a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Look, man, we're going to keep working on it. What happened? He needs to see the world. He needs yeah. to see the world. You got to get the no, world. I don't, look, I don't, it's fine. I said New Orleans is fine. I've been to LA. I've never been to New Orleans. I go to New Orleans, yeah. I go anywhere, man. Anywhere. We're good. We're good. I'm, I'm coming, Mike. Don't oh, worry. Okay. You don't gotta work. You don't gotta work on. Only thing you gotta work on me with is them IPAs. That's it. <laughs> Everything else, I'm good. I'm coming where you at. Where you? Where you have the festival? Man, you know we we can budget it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, John, you were saying about New Orleans being your hometown. What were you saying? Yeah, like rain, rain or shine, man. I'm gonna make something happen. Uh, we mm. really gonna build it out the ground, and it's gonna be something that's gonna be worthwhile. Um, to come, I mean, New Orleans is good on a shit on a Wednesday night, you know. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it is. We're gonna make something specifically for the beer industry. That's a no-brainer. That this is a, a monumental event to come to, and it's in New Orleans, so you know it already is. You can you can come out there and, and have a good time, even if you you know on CPT time and miss the damn festival. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to we're trying to set it up. <laughs> so it happens because I mean you know spirit yeah, is a trap. So John, when I've uh, visited New Orleans, it's really been for, uh, you know, football games coming to, um, you know, the Mercedes Benz Dome. Um, and, you know, as you leave the dome, you, you go down the steps and it kind of, uh, you know, comes to that like cement courtyard. that has got, you know, a, uh, I think it's like a, yogurt spot and everything like that i'm just thinking of that place um is what location wise where would you like think of 
uh, like for venues to do something like a like a beer fest um, in New Orleans. I just thought of that place and was like, you know, there was a lot of people after games kind of congregating and stuff. But what yeah, would be your right, thoughts? I mean, that area that you're talking about is like the French Quarter. So it just naturally uh, subscribes itself to being good because you can walk around, mm-hmm. and, you know, open containers. They got all kind of bars and, you know, mm-hmm. the people are uh, electric, so to speak, mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> in a friendly way, but in a friendly way, entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had already, remember Jay? Huh? We had the venue already. We do, and it's still complete. I mean, I ain't going nowhere. I'm pretty much in this bitch. There come, there come that you know knowledge. You know, there it I'm, is. You know, I'm in this bitch. I'm in this bitch. Third beer. That's third beer right there. <laughs> yeah man it's you know we, we try to do it big bro like uh new orleans we, we are known for hospitality uh so naturally anything i host will be hospitable so uh you know we we like just like first fest man that shit was hospitable as hell right. yeah, i've been all kind of the yeah. festivals, and you know i ain't really walk away feeling that great uh right it, it says a lot just to kind of talk about uh, some of the festivals that you created in the past, Mike, it says a lot that I could go to these events, drive and and, and participate, drive back, right, and still be in a good mood or spirit right. after driving 20 hours, just reflecting yeah. on right. directions. Yeah. We uh we think New Orleans is a, a great city for that. We host all kinds of Super Bowls. We could also definitely host like some intentionally black uh, beer festivals. Yeah. So we we're gonna do something. It's only a matter of time. Good morning. You know? I like it. I like it. Nice. Yeah, and the virtual the virtual thing is cool. Right, right. And I think that'll. Oh my bad. Hey, hey, no, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The virtual thing. Go ahead. So the virtual thing is cool, you know. But you know, when you when we really get down to it, and and, and people kind of get a gist of how to operate in this new economy, there's going to be an old economy that we're going to be existing in. I think we'll find ways to make even those virtual engagements uh, a lot better. Because I, I mean, yeah. it's hard to kind of. It's hard to do a beer festival when you can't try the beer, right? Yeah, it's, right, right. It's down to making making these uh these festivals more localized and having incentives for, for people that fly in or drive in or take you know these these transportation uh, expenditures. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a market for it. It just got to be you know it's, all this shit is relatively new. We all right. we still still in the first. So I think by the year two, you'll see some companies really doing right. it. You know, uh, yeah, unconventional well, but memorable way. Right. It's definitely yeah. evolving into the new norm. It's just like how 9-11 was where you could just walk on the airports and do whatever you want at the airport, and then you couldn't. Like I think COVID is gonna change, it's the new norm is gonna be here. We'll get back to what we were, but this Zoom and these stream yards that we're it's doing gonna be here forever. It's yeah, it's, gonna, it's definitely it's and it's such an advantage that people didn't even know that we had. Yeah. Like we didn't we didn't even yeah. know that it was this accessible. So yeah, it's yeah, You'll have that combination, like we yeah. we we experience a way to we, make it more interactive yeah. amongst amongst the people that aren't close. You know what right. I mean? And beer is exciting, man. And I think, like you know, like you look at all the companies that do all the different collaborations and, and really have like hip hop century branding and all that. Mm-hmm. We really do uh, add an extra spark of energy, right? To mm-hmm. Black women, black men. Uh, so anything we touch gonna be golden. We just got to make sure all the intricacies and, and relationships are, are kept. Mm-hmm. Right, and now we, and now we keep some some ownership of it. Right, that's the moment. Run, run, run away with it and leave us right. in the behind. Yeah, 
we got to make sure that we are the benef the benefactors uh, over the fifty percent, over fifty percent. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Not no nothing under fifty. Right. Right. And I think the ironic the ironic thing that keeps it all kind of uh, protected is the fact that you know we work diamonds and and gold, right? But nobody ever gonna really pay us when we work because it's too right. much. <laughs> so right. That kind of. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Well, we got to get back accustomed to understanding what our worth is mm -hmm. because that's one of the major factors that keeps us, you know, keeps Keep us, us kind of uh, suppressed a bit underneath the, yeah. the you know what I mean? Right. But I, honestly, Mike, that's the thing. Like some people, they think their worth is less than what you might think your worth is, and they'll take the lesser amount. So, we gotta educate everybody. Like, no, the worth is like John said, diamonds and gold, not not copper and bronze. Right. right. We giving you diamonds and gold. We need to be paid in, in as such. So, right. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we gotta fight fight the other people that's trying to just accept the copper and bronze. Right. They get you. They they fucking it up for everybody. So I, I'm getting paper. <laughs> right. I'm, just getting, I'm just getting regular old paper. So I, I'd rather have copper and bronze than that. Yeah, right. like oh, but you deserve gold and diamonds. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's the difficult part. Like I know with our company, we try to set like goals of like because you know we don't have that many people in the supply chain, so you know they got all kind of auxiliary industries that people can take advantage of with beer, uh, just around beer, right? You got all the beer tour groups, you got like uh, yeah. service industries, all these all these people eating off just the beer industry. So what we try to do as a company, we try to set a, a goal. Like our goal right now is to use. I utilize 50% uh, minority business, I mean, disadvantaged business enterprises. Right now, we hit normally on average like 35%, but it's better than 0%. So, you know, right. us still bounces at least 30% back into our own community. Right. Um, hopefully, it's a model that other people can adapt, uh, but we'll see. Right, right, little man? So, you don't know, he's about to be working for me. That's, that's exactly right. right. Family, family, family business. Labels on, sleeping. Even if he don't want to do it when he grew up, he's still going to put these hours in. Get the, work hours in. Get the work <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, right. yeah. Have fun doing it. Like, Daddy, I don't even like I don't, beer. Daddy, I don't even like care. Beer. Right. I don't even care what your other friends is doing. This is what you're doing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about little Johnny who can go outside and play right now. We got work to do. You my son. You my son, and we got this dude. Look, he look, he looked like who they talking about? Cause I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> like Fortnite, Fortnite is on deck right now, man. Keep it in the family, right. John. Man, what y'all listening to out there, in Delaware, bro? What, what, what the music what? Like out there? Come on, like that. We listen to the Hot Boys. Back in '98, Master P was the shit. Like, yeah, right, Master Peter Delaware, like he had a whole set over, bro. Yeah, no, he had a whole 15 minute set. They don't consider him New Orleans, though. So, look, I only put it out there because I know it was in your mind. X, I figured it just put it out there, bro. Like, the music really touched a lot of cats all over the nation. So, uh, that's the first kind of questions I'm used to people asking, like, all kind of like Master P references, the hot boy references, but um, you know, you gotta get it how you live, you heard me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, here, here, here you go. You heard me either. You heard me. Oh, oh. It's coming out. 
I, I listen to Tank. I listen to Tank and the Bangers. I listen to Tank and the Bangers. Yeah, they know too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Tank and the Bangers, PJ Morgan. We got some. We got some good heat. Yo, yeah, PJ Morgan. He he's good too. So mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, the trombone guy. I can't remember his name now. I can't remember the trombone dude. Trombone shorty. Trombone shorty. Yeah. After I was uh, shorty, I ain't never heard that. Nigga. He, he not from after, uh, New after Orleans. Trump, so he from uh, Louisiana. I forget his. Mm-hmm. I think Van after, something. After I watched, uh, after I watched Treme, I was like, "Yo, if <laughs> <laughs> after Treme, is where I found him." <laughs> mm. It's and it's interesting, man, because you know we we are we relatively a small city by comparison. Like you know, we only like twelve miles in, in square distance. That's crazy. That's crazy. All over, and we're surrounded by lakes and, and rivers and all that. Um, so you know, if y'all up in town, man, it's a good time. Um, I could definitely lace y'all up with a itinerary. Make sure y'all get that authentic experience. Right. Hang five, ten pounds, you know. Yeah, that's the <laughs> I'm gonna need you to. Uh, I'm gonna need you to uh, perfect your, your, you know, your cooking by that time, or take us all to right. some good places, uh-huh. to, you know, to eat or something. Well, uh, that gumbo. Fuck that gumbo. No, I want no gumbo from John. No gumbo from John. <laughs> I'm nice with it, but I ain't uh-huh. like, you know, it's it's a real live or die culture out here. I ain't, I ain't trying to do it. You serve it only to your family and friends. Nobody I, I don't even do that. I don't even do that. I just, I just I said it Okay. Oh, I was gonna be disrespectful on your gumbo recipe. <laughs> That's funny. Man, listen, take them to this um the spirit spot, man. You know where to take them. Which one? Um the spot. Um, what's the name of the joint? Was it secret? Is it like you go into the deli and then you hit the box? <laughs> the uh, oh, the crab cake spot. Uh spirit. They're not sponsoring this podcast. You don't got to tell them the whole name. They're not sponsoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we go there. When we come down, we'll go there. Man, I'm yes. trying to go where the crab cakes and the strippers are at the same time. <laughs> what? That sounds, that sounds so nasty. You see, you see what you do, Rob. All types of seafood at the strip club. <laughs> you let it get ahead. Man, I'll be. I'll be eating my platter and watching. With your cocktail sauce. Yep. <laughs> Dipping it up. Hey, about hey John, I did have one more question about the, uh, about the brewery. Uh, who's on your, uh, do you have a board or like a, um, I don't know what the word, I say a board. We we do have a board. A we have them like confidential. Uh, but our team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's family owned and operated. Uh, my, my blood brother, Jamal Renthrope. Uh, he, he's a uh, applied chemist. He has like a, maybe 15 to 20 years in, in the industry, uh, specifically working with Chevron, but he applies that chemical background specifically mm. to like the yeast and keeping the yeast happy. Right. Yeah, um, wow. sure. It's real important. Uh, and that's a skill set I can't even, you know, I can't study and learn that. So, right. Mm-hmm. right. That's, 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 that's awesome. Uh, you can't, you can't go on the internet and learn that, John. Nah, I don't you know. can't find that. Yeah, uh, well, you, said, you said it's a silent, it's a silent board, so y'all just speak, y'all just it's but it's you and your brother basically. Well, it's confident, it's confident, it's like you know, a board of like people that we've taken on as mentors. Um, okay, it's in the right direction, and you know, they got they got all kind of degrees and, and background yeah. experience. So, okay, but it's, 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 Cajun Fire, it's Cajun Fire, just you and your brother. Oh, uh, no, it's um, so it's my brother, Jamal Renthrope, my wife, Courtney Renthrope. She's um, uh, she's an accountant. 
Uh, again, okay. she has like a background of 10 years plus. She keeps the numbers right and keeps everything, lights on, all that. Keep me in line, <laughs> you know. Right. Right. <laughs> um, my, my, my blood, I mean, my, my, my close friend, Adam Dawson, um, he does all our creative directive work. Um, he's very good and talented at like graphic design imagery. So like all the cans you see before you, like it's all done internally in-house. Okay. Okay. Uh, good. Even, good. He, uh, he owns a company called Sig Ray Studios as well on the side. So he, mm -hmm. he's an international filmographer now. Mm. And uh, yeah, man, he, he does some solid ass work. Let me, uh, let me jump in on that, man. You know, Adam's my guy. And uh, he's like everything that John said, this brother's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and we're now part of the pro part of the project with Blacktoberfest was to make a documentary out of it. Um, mm -hmm. Because we have a, um, uh, three, a four part, I'm sorry, four part series that we're putting together. If you guys go on YouTube and go to Blacktober-Fest, you'll be able to, dot uh, com, you can see the, the trailer. I don't know if any of you've oh, seen the trailer. No, uh, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, check this trailer yeah. out. It's, it's yeah. dope. Yeah, it's, only, it's on YouTube. But yeah, um, the only thing, um, the only thing Adam did wrong was become a uh, Kappa. No. You started it. <laughs> you started it. I'm just joking. Right on. I, I met Adam at the first. Not really. So not he, really. He, take, he, took over, he took me over to the booth. So I, I, I was. <laughs> I, I'm just messing. I'm just <laughs> we were trying to get him on today. We were trying to get him on, but he's uh, he's in I think Denver. He's in uh, he's in Breckenridge right now. So he's doing like some you only live once type shots, like some James. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Breckenridge oh, nice. is that in America? Breckenridge was that. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel stupid as hell. What's Brown? It's in Colorado. Don't worry, I'm, I'm geographically challenged. Okay, good, I'm, good. I'm like Breckenridge. <laughs> like you said, James Bond, Breckenridge. What the hell? Like, what's the thought? <laughs> I like Amsterdam or some shit. Did he use his passport to get to Breckenridge? You gotta, use a, you gotta get a passport for that. <laughs> They got one other member. They got one member that make us whole. Uh, Paul Taylor. He um he's also my he's not you know blood or family, but he's my my uh, my brother in his business. Uh, mm -hmm. Anthropologist by uh, degree, and man, he um all the historical like he's a history buff, so a lot of stuff that we use with the content, specifically as it relates to our investment and uh, ancestors and everybody's involvement and contributions to this industry. He's been great at uh, and making you know. So y'all got a good, y'all got a really good mix of uh, spearheads to go ahead and which start y'all. That's dope. Yeah, y'all got it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's a focal point. Black and uh, partnerships. You know, we got a black owned uh, insurance company. Um, right. Black owned legal representation. Nice. Uh, black yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's purpose. Is that that's purposeful? Correct. Oh, guys? definitely. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I mean, we want the best, but you know, if, if the best could also look like this, that's also. You know, yeah. perfect. Right. For sure. Mm -hmm. Man, that's dope. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what's up. Um, all right. Is there is there any more questions for uh, the gentleman before we wrap it up? No, <laughs> oh, man. This was great. It was great to see you, Mike. John, it was a pleasure meeting you. I'm glad you know, um, you know, as you say, Mike, even from our first the podcast we did in February off the hills of uh Fresh Fest. 
Um, you know, we couldn't do it right after. Um, and we ended up doing it in February. Here we are now, fast forwarding to almost the end of 2021, about to hit the holidays, man. And, uh, 2020. 2020. 2020, yeah. 2020 sorry. Um, just but just, 2021, I can't just, wait to the end of 2021. Just glad we were. Yeah, just glad that we were all able to, uh, you know, stay connected, stay in touch um, and, and just keep, um, you know, no, no number of attempts, no number of attempts is, is too many to make right. sure that we all stay uh, connected and we stay um, dialed into what each and every one of us have going on. Yeah, sure. I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, yeah. You, know, you hit me with right. the text, man, and, and <laughs> it's easy to to you know. So, all right, let's let's get in there. And mm-hmm. we got, got a lot of shit going on, but still going on, moving parts, move parts. But uh, yeah. always appreciate the, the effort, man. And, and we we really love what you guys are got have put together. We love what you're doing. Um, I'm always, I'm a personally, I'm always down to support. Um, if I if, if I don't get to you right away, let's pencil me in. You know what I'm yep. saying? Until you in, okay, definitely. Oh, that. Yeah, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pen you in. I'm gonna put ink in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Pen. <laughs> yeah, man. no sure. doubt. I appreciate you, Mike, for sure. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Man, I appreciate, I appreciate y'all efforts too, man. Y'all like y'all putting out some good products, bro. Like the content is rich. Got a lot of people studying y'all, bro. So you know, just oh wow, yeah, we've seen like there's a lot of stuff popping right. up now. <laughs> nah, man, give me my flyers. Like, yeah, nah, they're right. They're <laughs> I heard them. I ain't seen. Them. Well, <laughs> Where are they at? Send me, well, you I, like you like Mike. Send me the emails listen, and the names. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. First, I'll tell you what I researched today. I think it's a podcast called Craft Conversations. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I looked at them and I'm like. Mm, Oh my gosh. What's going on? Oh my gosh. Like like how many episodes they got? They don't got nothing. Uh, you know what? I don't they think they have yet. as many. I don't think they mm. have as many. If it's sort but of like know, that, I mean, we, should, we should need to trademark our shit and copy it. Right, right. Man, we out here working. Man. <laughs> we gotta keep the business possible. Yeah, flatter, flatter us, Craft Beer Podcast. Free market. Free market. I mean, that's cool. I mean, everybody know. Everybody know. Yeah. You'd be surprised. It could be like. It'll be, you know, national and international people looking at mm-hmm. y'all. You never know. I mean, and definitely, it is happening. So right. it is. Mm-hmm. A, a huge target market that everybody want a piece of, and they don't know how to like kind of be authentic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, listen. Yeah. So they got to study, like you saying, they got to study somebody, and they, you know, the one everybody. The difference studying is is a compliment. Biting right. or stealing or copying—that's where you run into problems because right. that causes you issues. You, yes. you understand? It's not, you could you, uh, adoration and all that—that's great and flatter, flattering. Mm-hmm. But the minute somebody is capitalizing and taking your eyeballs and your and your dollars away from True. you, you got problems. Then. You got so, problems. Right. You got to be able to protect that. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I, I used to just short story, but I used to have this job. One of the first jobs I had was uh, training, training, training materials for Dupont. <laughs> Okay. And my job was specifically to go into these companies where we did license and we did tr- sold training to them into the organizations, but actually check their websites and stuff like that because they were trying to, you know, take the products and basically go and make it like they were, even though they bought the license to sell it in house, they were then trying to give the training and they're not allowed to do that. So my job was to police, um, you know, everybody, all those clients and be like, yo, 
uh, shut it down or, or right. legal oh, legal teams yeah. coming. Yeah, that, team was, coming. That, was, that was corporate five zero. <laughs> yeah, I was corporate five zero. <laughs> Yo, you old snitching ass motherfucker. I knew that you was snitching. You might pay like, me well for it, baby. I see you. Nart, yeah, baby. Nart, somebody got to do it, man. Somebody got to do it. Um, all right. All right. Well, before we wrap up, we always like to know how people can find more about the organizations and what you're doing and, and everything else is coming on, coming up in 2021. Um, so we'll uh, we'll start with Mike. How, how people can find find you? Um, all right. All of our social is uh, Black Brew Culture, um, Black Brew Culture with an R, no E on Twitter, Black Brew Culture, Facebook, Black Brew Culture, Instagram. And then we are at Blacktober-Fest.com. For the festival um and then uh of course blackbrewculture.com where you know you can find the merch and a little bit about the story and uh look for uh an upcoming newsletter that we're we're, we're launching this january so um those are that's everything mm-hmm. cool. cool nice what about uh, you john uh com. Uh, uh you can find all information about cajun fire brewing company uh product releases store locations uh, that's drinkcajunfire.com across Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, and yeah. I want to, you know, encourage everybody to make sure they practice uh, social distancing during holiday season or whenever you do this podcast. Absolutely. Like, yeah. and make sure. Love our beers, love our environment, but really got to take that shit serious. Right. Yeah, and love right. our family enough Absolutely. to say, look, I'll see you next holiday. I want to be yeah. able to see you next holiday. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just say everything subside. You don't want to be looking at an empty seat. You know, absolutely sure. yeah. right right buy absolutely. small turkeys and cornish uh, hens guys don't there it is. <laughs> i love it i love it lou good <laughs> word of advice <laughs> lou yeah buy small <laughs> turkey. that's you can, buy re- you can buy a regular turkey and make soup you can make soup soup that's, is, is that's true too make sure but make sure you're going to use all that 35 pound turkey but right get your chicken salad your turkey salad on it's just like you know it's them but it's like eh? mm. it's, it's them <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the best one pontetrain pasta though what was the pontetrain pasta uh the black and i don't know it's like it's Something that I, that I, that I just set right. I can't. I can't even remember what it was. I think it was concentrating pasta. Mm. Mm. That's the lake, right? Ain't concentrating the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Lake yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you for the invite, well, John. Well, we will, we will, we will, when, we get, when we get to know, we'll make sure we hit it. <laughs> Definitely gonna hit it up, John. Get him on that. Uh, all that jazz. John. All that jazz. Look. So look, man. I, I ain't know. What, I ain't know what I was in store for with the podcast, and I had like. My book said set aside that I would recommend, but you know, make sure whenever y'all hit me up, don't uh don't be on CPT time, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did you write that? Uh, no, I ain't write that. Oh, no. you just you just want us to know. It's my recommendation. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> a recommendation. <laughs> you said you said in New Orleans, you said we in New Orleans we could be a week late and still be on time because the party. <laughs> you know, it just depends, bro. Because I mean, like you know. I run a business in it's COVID going on. Like I look, you know, present myself well, but Rome is burning. So you know, that's true. That's true. 
Well, we were, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, man. I will not yeah, be down there. there. I won't be down there in no time soon. That's it will be within the next six to seven to eight to twelve months. I noticed. <laughs> Give me a three. three <laughs> buffer, like, all right, right. Well, now, you didn't notice for sure. Ain't nothing wrong with a, that. Give you at least a ten month buffer. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, that's even <laughs> at least ten <laughs> months. Yeah. I'm gonna send you my buffer. I'll see you Tuesday. I'll be there. Tuesday. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you got two days, but see me. No, you got two days. Two days. I'll be there. I'll be there for Thanksgiving, bro. Damn right. <laughs> Word. <laughs> They're gonna leave your plate on the step, Mike. Um, They're gonna leave your plate on the step. All right, I'm good with that. Much love, right. guys. Appreciate y'all. Yo, where, yo, where hey, can Rob. they find you? You can find me on Instagram at 302 Yoda and on Instagram and Facebook at Delaware on Grind. And make sure you check out Delaware on Grind, the podcast available on Anchor, YouTube, and Spotify. Yeah. I'm gonna be on that podcast soon, yo. Man, you ain't being on that. All the fans know I'm gonna be on there. Soon. <laughs> wait for my episode. I'll make sure I promote it real well. Nice. Yeah, thanks. I guess. <laughs> all, right. You I, all right, Lou. How, how can they find you? <laughs> um, for all your beer needs, I'm on them Instagrams. You can find me at Lou Belgium. That's it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> right. right now, man. And uh, Dev, how can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. Uh, Rob, how can they find uh, you? You can find Bruising and Banter. Uh, uh, you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also find us. You can also listen to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say Alexa Play. Bruise and banter, and you will get us because we are on Amazon Music. And if you want to nice. call me Rob G, I am at Rob Stay Bruising. Yeah, on that Instagram. Yeah, right. And in honor of, uh, I'm sure what John is after all them beers. Uh, wish y'all a good day. Party, party. Hold on. He got something to say. Oh, what? What y'all still sipping on? Still sipping on? No, I'm saying, what y'all still sipping on? My, I'm my shit is gone. I'm done. I'm I got like a little bit I'm left, man. Water. Water. 11.5%. I'm watering. I got me out here like, you know, I got full in. Y'all got me out here, man. I thought y'all... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we nobody told, nobody told you to bring five beers. We just like, hey, bring a beer. He said bring I a might, beer. I, I might have this. <laughs> now that I have it, I might have it later. I might have this later now. <laughs> I, I, man, I thought we was gonna have like some banter or something, man. We ain't here too much banter, bro. <laughs> Yo, I am gonna have some later, but I I ain't sipping like you, John. <laughs> I got I got I got family. I got time. spacers. Yeah, I got yeah. spacers. Slumped, slumped over in the corner during family time. I can't do that. Yeah, throw, go ahead and throw that song on for him. On the heels of that versus, might not make it. Wait, talk about the verses. Might not make it. Oh, they were going. They did two together. Is that too Just an icy, icy two. And now they hate each other. That's stupid. No, they like each other now. They're good. Have a good week, everyone.